Heyo. Hola. Welcome to 30 Minutes Down South. She's Allison. And he's Carlos. And we are two top producing realtors. With two extremely different Southern upbringings. Join us each week as we explore the Lake Murray area with our special guest. And welcome, Allison Parlor. How are you doing today? I'm good, Carlos. We have something a little different today. Yeah, I feel feisty today. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, come on. Show me your fist. Let's fight. Yeah, well. No, actually, um, that was that's that's one of the benefits of practicing martial arts. You really don't want to fight. You don't want to fight? No, no. You bring it to the gym and then you get out of the gym and you get you Leave get that out, you know? And then uh, when you're out there, you just don't want to fight. Well. That happened to me. I used to fight a lot. Ugh. <laughs> and then, and then I started to do martial arts, and you know, I just didn't didn't have to, didn't have the need. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. Why are we talking about stay this? out of trouble? Well, we have a unique podcast today. We actually have two guests mm -hmm. uh, that are going to be talking to us about martial arts in the Lake Murray area. Why do we have two guests? Well, because we have two locations. There you go. One location is going to be in Chapin. It's brand new, so you probably didn't hear about it. There is a new Taekwondo studio in town. That's right. Finally. But if you're not in shape and with us. Then you can go to Seven Oaks yes. Park. And that's when you have, that's a more established uh, shop in there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been coached by a great friend of mine, Albert, Amber Albriton. Amber Albriton. Albriton. Yes. Well, let's see what she has to share with us. Let's start, let's start with Amber. All right. Ladies first, right? That's right. Amber. And welcome, Amber Albriton. Is that is that how you pronounce it correctly? Yes, yes, you did pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Finally, it only took almost 10 years. <laughs> Just about, yeah. Well, thanks for being on with us today, Amber. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Amber Albritton, and I am the proud owner of Albritton Martial Arts. I teach karate, taekwondo, kickboxing, and self-defense is a very big component of everything I put into my classes. I've been in the business for about 28 years. I've been doing martial arts since I was a young child and have never given it up, even though we've traveled all over the world. Amber, um, for those that don't know, uh, you are a black belt in several martial arts. Can, yes. can you tell us which ones? Uh, so I have two black belts in Taekwondo. I have it in the WTF style and in the ATA style. And then I also have a black belt in karate and I have a black belt in kickboxing. The highest rank that I hold is a master's in WTF for Taekwondo. That's amazing. And I love to see a woman in the sport because I feel like it's, martial arts is such a male dominated sport or has been for years. I, I feel like the tides are turning a bit, but um, yes. my oldest daughter did jujitsu for a while. And I just think it's such a good thing for girls and women to get into. Yes, it, it definitely is. And that was one of the big things for me when I first got started was it was a male dominated sport. And I always had that mentality of why, why can't girls do this too? <laughs> um, and even now it is definitely still male dominated. However, the number of women coming up in this sport is absolutely fantastic. Um, and even the girls divisions when we're going to tournaments, 
I mean, the girls are showing up and they're showing out and it is absolutely fantastic. And as far as for women, one of our big components is women's self-defense because I do believe, unfortunately, this day and age, that that is something every woman and young woman needs to know how to do and have that confidence when they're out and about and by themselves. Absolutely. So do you offer specific classes for self-defense? Yes, I do. We try and offer a free women's self-defense course roughly every six weeks. They are always held at Seven Oaks. Excuse me. You can uh, find those events on Eventbrite as well. We do have one coming up January 27th. And all that we ask is that the participants be at least 15 years of age, just because some of the things we are teaching are a little bit more graphic um, because they are what needs to be used and what needs to be done in those types of situations. And of course, women are usually smaller than the men that are attacking them. So as much as possible, we take size out of the equation. I can uh, flip Carlos pretty well, no issues. (laughs) Um, And Carlos definitely has some size on me. So we definitely like teaching women how to defend themselves. That's amazing. And you said it's free? Yes, it is always free. Um, I do not believe in trying to charge for women's self-defense courses. Like I said, I believe truly deeply in my heart that is something every woman needs to know how to do, even if it's just the basics. And if you can't afford to take a self-defense class, I don't think that that's a reason you should not be able to take one. I'm an asking on behalf of people listening to this, uh, I'm pretty sure that the question coming out of their brains would be, what's the level of fitness that is required to go to your classes? Um, well, as far as the self-defense goes, it, it's basically zero. Uh, we try and take size out of the equations so that way, you know, even if your attacker has 100 pounds on you, there are still things that you can do to defend yourselves and to make that situation go in a different direction. Uh, There are people that have handicap and uh, aren't able to maybe use all of their limbs or twist certain ways, but there are ways around that. There is still always something that can be done. And when we teach the self-defense classes, one of the first things we ask are, do you have any limitations? What are things that you can't do? So then when we are going through the self-defense, we are making sure that those women still know that there is an option and they are still able to practice what is comfortable and going to be effective for them. What do they need to bring? Absolutely nothing. They need to wear just comfortable clothing, tennis shoes. Um, We don't even take our everyday jewelry off while we're practicing this. We try and keep it kind of as realistic as we can. Um, If someone out on the street comes up and attacks us and we're only used to, you know, wearing certain clothing or not having any jewelry on, we, we don't want that hesitation of changing an everyday habit. So all you need to bring is you, yourself, and some confidence to get some knowledge. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for providing that for the ladies of our community. Yes, absolutely. And what about your Taekwondo lessons? Uh, Where are they? What days? And what's the age group that uh, you cater? So our everyday classes right now are Monday through Thursday. 
we have a little critter class from 5 o'clock to 5.30, Monday through Thursday, and that is for ages 4 to 6. And then that same Monday through Thursday is seven ages 7 and up. Um, and the beginner class is from 5.30 to 6.30. And then we have an intermediate class from 6.30 to 7.30, and teens and adults from 7.30 to 8.30. The teen class is a good mix. Um, we do have a couple older teens, but we also have some younger teens, but the younger teens have size on them. So some of our classes, we try and make sure that the class that you are attending is the best fit for you. One student may do better in a younger class. One student may do better in an older class. So we, too, we do try and make those adjustments for where students should be placed. Um, the teen class is definitely a little bit more relaxed. Because we do have adults that attend that class as well, so it's definitely a lot more um, energetic. It's a lot more fun. Everybody's there to get a good workout, but to also make friends and sweat it out and, you know, get it going for an hour together because there is no stopping. Uh, the beginner class has a very good mix right now of different ages, ranging from about 7 to 10. Um, we've got students that I've had for going on almost a year now, and I've got some that I've had for a month, but they've already created that bond in class. So it is fantastic to see everyone making new friends. Well, for what it's worth, I remember from every single coach that I had during my five years uh, doing Taekwondo, Amber was the one that made me sweat the most. Uh, she was ruthless. <laughs> Completely ruthless. She had. Just so <laughs> I don't know that you should put that out there. <laughs> to be fair, you kept coming back to classes. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I mean, they were great. You know, they were great. You definitely came out of those classes feeling good about yourself, feeling mm -hmm. like you learned something, and feeling that you were a little bit better than when you came in. And that's the purpose of going to martial art classes and 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 self defense classes and and stuff like that. If you walk out of there and you feel like you didn't do anything, mm, you might want to look. Away. It's yeah. Similar place, but with Amber, I know this for first hand. You, you feel like you did your work. Yes, but it's and it's not just the physical components; it's the mental components. If you remember, my favorite parts were the discipline, the physical discipline, the mental discipline, the focus, the respect. I mean, the tradition of martial arts and the values that come with martial arts are definitely one of the big components that have kept me in this for as long as it has. I, that Unfortunately, a lot of those things are lacking in today's society and martial arts are where those traditions are brought back out and respect is given to everyone walking through the door. And you weren't given that belt. You earned that belt. You went through the same thing I went through. We, you know, sweated together in classes. We pushed together. I mean, I, I like the traditional values of martial arts, and that is definitely something our school is is keeping in tradition. That is awesome. Amber, uh, where people can find you? Uh, they can currently find me at 200 Leisure Lane at the Seven Oaks Recreation Center. Uh, you can find our classes on their website at icrc.net, or if you have a student that attends their afternoon safari, you'll see our flyers um, at the front desk and on the doors. All of the staff knows us there, so you can always ask them. 
you can of course just always stop by you always hear us as soon as you walk in the front door <laughs> but that is where we are currently located and of course we have our website www.allbrittonmartialarts.com all right well thank you so much amber um this was great information and i might be seeing you at a class soon that would be great thank you guys very much for having me and carlos Definitely need to come in and get some sparring done. I've got some gentlemen about your size. Awesome, awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm going to bring Allison. I want her, I want to see her sweating. You yes, cannot be yes. nice to Allison. Oh, of course. Of course. Don't go easy on yes, me. Yes, very much. Awesome, Amber. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll see you soon. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, now you know where to go. When you're a woman and you're trying to learn some self-defense. I love that she offers that for our community. And the fact that it's free means that everyone has an opportunity. I forgot to ask her why only women. I mean, like, I know that, that I would like to learn some self-defense in case you come and attack me. Well, you better watch your back. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, um, uh, I, I, I actually was able to go and help Amber one weekend uh, with her class. And it was very cool to see the faces of the people after the class. At the beginning, they were all scared. They didn't know what to expect. Yep. You know, is this going to hurt? Are they going to, you know. But then as, as the classes progresses, they're gaining. And, and it's just immediate. Confidence. Yeah. And it's immediate how you see it on their faces, you know, on their faces, you know, that they're gaining that confidence. And, oh, wait a second. This is not as hard as it, as it looks. And this is effective, you yeah. know, because she doesn't come and teach you, uh, you know, proper way to throw a, a, a kick, for example. She comes and tells you what's the quickest way to make the most damage possible, even if it's, uh, especially if it's not legal on the martial arts uh, gym. Right. Because you want to defend yourself and get out of there. Well, you know? I'm going to definitely make a point to sign myself and my oldest daughter up for it because I think it's just a great opportunity. Uh, absolutely. Everybody, every single body, every woman out there should know the basics of self-defense, you know, and, and if you like it and if it's your stuff, you know, you can keep going, but everybody should. Actually, you know, I heard Joe Rogan one time saying that uh, it should be mandatory for everybody to learn how to fight. That way you reduce violence in the world. And it makes a lot of sense. It I'm does make a lot you, of sense. Makes a ton of sense. But anyway, let's listen to Amber. We already listened to Amber. <laughs> oh. This was the in-between. That's why I was like, why are oh, you going and going and going? <laughs> Did we? Yeah. All right. So um, I guess we're going to listen to Master Mike. It's JP. <laughs> Go, Master Mike. All right, Master Mike. Welcome uh, to the second part of this martial arts episode. Thank you for having me. And actually, we are uh, we have you here because you just opened a, a shop in Chapin. Can you talk to yeah. us a little bit about it? Yeah, I've we been seeing seen posts about it on social media, so I'm interested to hear what y'all have to offer. We just opened the uh, finest Taekwondo on uh, Buford Street, pretty much right in the heart of uh, Chapin. So we opened up here because I owned a. I'm from New York. I'm a retired uh, police officer there, and I ran New York's finest Taekwondo from 2009 to about 2019, right before I retired, and then uh, retired to move down here. We took a little break, and uh, my daughter, who's been doing Taekwondo since she's five, keeps on saying, you know, 
dad, there's literally, there's no martial arts, no martial arts schools, Taekwondo schools in the Chapin area. I mean, if you go out 30 minutes, yeah, you'll find a bunch of things out in other areas. But literally, Chapin has, didn't have anything. So she's like, can we look around for a spot? I'm like, you know what? It's time, you know, we was retired. I took a little break after running the school for 10 years. And uh, after hearing, I'm like, I totally agree with her. And so she started actually looking for uh, a location. We found uh, a spot right pretty much in the heart of uh, Chapin on Buford Street. And the ball started rolling from there. And uh, things couldn't have been greater since uh, my wife started uh, putting out on social media, get like a feel for the people of Chapin. Is anybody, would anybody be interested in a, a Taekwondo school in the area? And she got flooded with uh, messages saying there is nothing here. If we do anything, it's got to be a half hour drive, 45 minute drive. Uh, so once she got that feedback from the community, uh, the ball started rolling from there and, uh, we opened up last Saturday and we had a huge opening, uh, great success so far. Hopefully it, uh, keeps on rolling. And, uh, so far it's been a, a great start. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. The only classes that were here were in Crooked Creek, but it was just a class on, on Crooked Creek. It wasn't a dedicated studio like the one that you have. Yeah. What's the most difficult part of starting a, a, a Taekwondo or a martial arts school? Honestly, the most difficult part of starting a school is location and having it where you want it. Mm -hmm. For me, when it comes to like teaching and stuff like that, to me, that comes very easy because I've been doing Taekwondo since I'm nine years old. Uh, I was at a, a highly competitive, per, highly competitive athlete in Taekwondo and I That's all I did my whole life. I had some sports here and there, but I was a dedicated martial artist for that. So when I moved out, opening the school out here, the teaching aspect to me wasn't difficult because I absolutely, I love the sport. I love teaching kids. I love teaching everybody about Taekwondo. Uh, the hardest part, honestly, was just finding a location in the heart of Chapin to make sure everybody is close enough where they can enjoy it. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're, you're exactly right. I mean, Carlos and I had talked about this probably a year or more ago that if you wanted to do any type of martial arts, you, you had to drive for it. So yeah. tell us a little bit about what the school offers, types of classes, age range, hours. My school, our school is open uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, and we have ages as young as I have three-year-olds and I, my, I think my oldest student is uh, probably close to 60 years old. So it's for all age, range, uh, age ranges, and I try to break it down as best as I can to make sure certain kids, everybody's with each other, like three, four, five, and six-year-olds stay together, seven to 11-year-olds, and I have a teenager class. I have an adult class. I keep it broken up that way to try to keep everybody almost on the same, same area. I break it up by belts. I always start all my white belts together, and then as they progress, I'll have certain classes just for a yellow-green belt, just for... Uh, black belts, red, uh, blue, red, black belts. So I try to break it up as much as possible so everybody can get the most attention at that level. Awesome. And you're planning to go into tournaments? You're planning to go the full? Well, at the, the start right now, obviously, because pretty much I'd say 98% of my students, they're all white belts. Okay. So to get them uh, started in martial arts. And as they progress, that is something that we would look to visit down the road as the students get a little bit more experience and we see what their, uh, what their interest is, what their feel, you know, some students might want to compete. Some students might just want to 
exercise. Some students might want to achieve black belt just to learn martial arts. So mm-hmm. all different aspects. So I, like I said, being uh, at the starting point right now, that's something I would visit a little bit down the line once my uh, students get more experienced and uh, a little longer in training. For those that don't know, um, and Amber mentioned it in the interview before, and I didn't follow up, but I can I can ask you how how many types of taekwondo are there? Federations of taekwondo are in there, and which one are you part of? There's a few different federations of taekwondo. I'm part of USA Taekwondo. That's what I did. It started out when I was competing. It was a uh, USA uh, USTU changed over to USA to USAT. Uh, I'm part of the federation where Taekwondo is in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So some, uh, if you're like AAU, which is an unbelievable organization, you can make national teams and do stuff like that. But they're not a team that takes uh, to people to the Olympics. So I'm part of USAT, USA Taekwondo. All right. So there is future in somebody that wants that is watches uh, Olympic, which are amazing to watch, by the way, those fights uh, on the Taekwondo Olympics. These guys are so quick and so elastic and so powerful at the same time. They look that's, effortless. That's what actually grabbed my interest when I first started Taekwondo. I started when I was nine years old, and I think six months in, I started competing immediately. Mm-hmm. My Taekwondo career was based on being a competitive fighter. So by the time I was 17, uh, I think 17, I, I won the uh, U.S. National, uh, National Championships in the Bantamweight division, ended up making a few, uh, going to a few different countries to represent the U.S. Uh, for like a U.S. Cup team for goodwill matches, uh, Korea, Greece, Brazil, uh, Canada. So I got to be able to travel at that point. That's why I just fell in love with the sport, able to took me to see different places, see different uh, fighters, how other countries train. Uh, Taekwondo pretty much uh, was the mo- biggest impact in my life. And uh, I think it brought me to the person I am today, mostly. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. One, of the, one of the, personally, one of the biggest surprises that I got when I started to practice Taekwondo was how powerful your legs are. <laughs> how- yeah. But taekwondo is predominantly uh, kicking. A lot, of, a lot of other martial arts, you know, they, they incorporate different things. When it comes to Taekwondo... Taekwondo, I would say, is good 75, 80% uh, kicking, uh, mixing in the hands as well. With today's uh, competition style, they do incorporate a little bit more punching to the chest guards. But uh, but traditional Taekwondo is mostly kicking. I mean, if you do Taekwondo for a while, you're going to build up some powerful, powerful legs. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was a, it was a good you know surprise. Like you know, your legs are are powerful. You know, like the size of the muscle. You know, compared to the arms, but yeah. you really don't train that much on kicking. You train much on 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 your fist and everything. And when you do taekwondo for the first time and you teach how to properly do a a, a kick, you know, a roundhouse or a side kick, you're like, wait a sec, <laughs> this is a This is yeah, like it, unlocking a new level of power. It is. And uh, especially for like even like the older students, teenagers, mm-hmm. adults, never done it before. They start practicing those kicks. They actually feel it the next few days just uh, starting yeah, out sure. using muscles that they haven't used mm-hmm. in a certain way. Uh, you know, you can you'll, you'll be pretty sore from the start. So you know, I still I still get sore and I, I've been doing it my whole life. And uh, after a good session of kicking, uh, you know, I'm not a, a spring chicken anymore. I'm in my 40s, but uh, I'll still get that uh, that feeling of, uh, of soreness after a good workout, a good kick and everything like that. You, you hit on a question that I, I had. Is there 
you know, an option for someone who wants to come in and really just wants to do it to get a good workout every week as opposed to, you know, competing or getting different belts just, you know, for the physical activity. I incorporate a good workout with my, uh, my training. My training is not geared towards one aspect of martial arts. So once they come in, you're going to learn traditional Taekwondo. You're going to get aerobic exercise. You're going to start building muscle. And as the longer you stay, you're going to elevate and belt and everything like that. So I, there's not a specific class where it's just a workout, but it you're going to get, <laughs> get one no matter what whether it be doing practicing basics or uh, just a good like an, a, a good aerobic workout where we're practicing core strength, uh, adr- uh, your breathing, your stamina, those all incorporate into our workout. So it's going to come. It's going to happen once you sign up. All right. Well, how, how can people who missed the grand opening get more information and find out about the classes you're offering? We do have a, a Facebook page, New York Finance. Oh, New York. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> and though, uh, I'm uh, sorry. We lost you on that one. And the website is uh, finesttaekwondo.com. You can also, we have a, you call the school. I think the phone number should be on the, the Facebook page. It will be on the uh, website. Uh, to contact there, or you can just stop in. Like I said, we're in the heart of Chapin, so everybody drives through the heart of Chapin that lives around here. We're on uh, 105 Buford Street, so you can always stop in Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock, and we will be there. Or you can just check us out, like I said, online or Facebook. Man, what I love of that location, and this is probably going to help people to put uh, put you in the map, is that you're right next to the Tipsy Toad. Yeah. So you can... <laughs> okay, it's the heart of Chapin. You go get something to eat, have a little drink. <laughs> That's it. A- after the class, right? Well, <laughs> Not before. Well, you, well, you never know, right? <laughs> Good spot. I, I like that. Uh, I think uh, I couldn't have asked for a better spot to be in shape and then to be smack in the middle right there. Awesome. Well, we're excited to have you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. We definitely are, and I, I, I promise you I'll stop by too. Uh, check you out inside. I was looking forward to go to the opening, but I, I got busy on, on Saturday. Uh, but definitely, I have you on my radar. I want to stop by. You got a couple of friends of mine that are already training in there. So, okay. yeah. Awesome. That'd be fun to watch. And um, I wish you nothing but the best, man. Absolutely. I mean, I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much for having me on. Chapin was in need of one place and appreciate that you took the step forward to bring it in. Yes, absolutely. We'll see you soon. All right, take care, guys. Take Bye, care. Bye bye. Well, I am super pumped that we have a martial arts location finally in Chapin. Are you? I am because that's why my daughter quit because just the travel to mm. get. Um, she was taking in Irmo, and it was just a lot just getting over there. So I'm really excited for the kids here and adults to have the opportunity. So you're already committed to jump into a boxing ring too. You don't forget about that. I think you would be very surprised. I I, I want to see. It. I'm <laughs> I'm surprised that you actually haven't shown up. I've been waiting over there to, with the cameras and the lights, and you say you're gonna jump in the ring. And well, I'm gonna go check out what Master Mike has, and um, maybe even sign up for a class or two. You should. You totally should, and you should bring all your girls in there too. You That's know, right. they are. Um, I Make can't. Make a girls' day of it, and then have brunch across the street at Tipsy Toad. <laughs> or 
You know, I meant like my women girls, not not my girls at home. <laughs> Don't be one of those parents. You know, one one of the main reasons why I jump into into making into making into training in Taekwondo um, was obviously I I really like martial arts. My entire life have. But I was a time when I just didn't practice anything. I didn't train and then stopped doing any of that and, and, and nothing for many, many years. Then I bring Damien into, uh, into his first Taekwondo class. And I was sitting there watching him do stuff. And I look around and, you know, you got all the parents just sitting there looking at their phones. Uh, you know, and it's like, I, can't, I don't think I can do this uh, one hour a week, you know, two hours, three hours a week every week. So I asked, um, I asked the coach back then in Master Kim, I said, Master, hey, Master Kim, yeah, do you mind if I jump in there with the kids? And she's like, no, go ahead. And I started doing that and that just hooked me up. Yeah. It just hooked me up. It, it, it really is a fun thing to do. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you should. Everybody yeah. should. That's right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.